In the beginning, there was not one universe, but many. With many worlds almost exactly like Earth. Here to report on those many worlds is the Multiversal News with Greg Leinweber. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Greg Leinweber again, and this is the Multiversal News. We've been bringing the news from around the multiverse, from many, many other universes out there. For, let's take my look at my watch here, for exactly... One year! Yeah, I can't believe it. Can you believe that? One year ago, I interviewed the cast of the Star Trek uh, fan-based series uh, called The Phoenix Project. And we had a great time. Uh, unfortunately, that show could not be saved due to technical difficulties, but it was an exciting new start of a venture that I have enjoyed very, very much. Well, most of the time. Uh, what I've enjoyed doing about this show is uh, the uh, uh, interacting I do with guests. I've, I've had more guests on the show than uh, anything I've ever done in my past, uh, so I'm becoming more of a a class act as an interviewer, at least I'd like to think so. Uh, naturally, uh, if you guys have got any constructive criticism for me, this is the day. I have uh, put out the feelers out there that this will be official and a chance for you to get in your two cents here. I've left out my phone number. In case you don't know and you want to call, call this number, 206-612-8255. Eight four six three. Now you can call that number tonight and talk about the show afterwards. Leave me alone. It's my personal phone number, so don't uh, screw with me after this one hour that we have here. Now I'm going to give you guys a treat uh, while you're busy busting my chops about how I do the show here. I'm also going to let you watch uh, the uh, two parts of a film that I'm entering into. Um, the uh, stiff competition this year. I, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to make it. It's got too many problems to it, and it's just not the kind of work that I'm really, really proud of. But I put it together anyway. A lot of people put a lot of pressure on me to finish uh, Hookers in Space. It's not really finished. Um, basically, I broke the, the usable parts of the movie down into scenes four and five and, and made a short film based on that. Why did I do this? Because that's really the best part of the film. It's the exciting part where the humans are captured by the Garthogs and then they escape. But we'll get into that later. First of all, Darren, I do believe we have a commercial to play. We got to. Yeah, we do. Be good to our sponsors. Let's go ahead and, and take a look at our, our first uh, sponsor here for tonight. All right, one moment. Hello, Earthlings. Whenever I need a costume changer to sneak surreptitiously into the camps of my alien enemies, I come to a masquerade.com to look for a uniform that I can use to pass anywhere. Why, I was able to pass as a human, and because of that, I was able to get... Uh, vital information that helped us win the Battle of Lyra. We destroy that world completely. <laughs> and thanks to you, we may be coming to conquer Earth. If you happen to see one of us and we look human, 
Well, it will be because of a masquerade.com. Be sure and give them lots of money because that is going to serve our interests very well. Thank you very much, Masquerade. And a masqueradeshop.com is where you should go if you want to conquer Earth. Well, okay then. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, those guys are the Godians, by the way, and they've already took their best shot at Earth. They came here, and then they did a spectral analyzation of our planet with their very good uh, uh, electronics, and they discovered that uh, we have an active NRA here and, and huge populations armed to the teeth. And so they were amazed that we haven't killed each other yet, and they decided they wanted no part of trying to conquer us. Ha-ha, stupid aliens. Yeah, we've got plenty of handguns down here. Take that into account. And I'm sure a lot of aliens have. Maybe that's why we haven't been invaded, folks. If you ever feel like uh, you wonder why the aliens out trying to conquer this planet, it's probably because of the NRA. Yeah, Second Amendment, folks. Woohoo! Lock and reload, folks, and get ready to kill some greys. Woohoo! Well, actually, I don't really believe that's true. They probably are running the show anyway. They've already conquered it, invaded, and turned us into slaves anyway. It kind of feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? Well, now I'm going to sit here and talk about the NRA. I personally don't have a handgun myself, so I, I used to have one when I was younger, and I was a proud member of the NRA as a, as a youth. And I'm not a member right now, but I, I, I believe in the Second Amendment. I think it's pretty good. Darren, what do you think about the Second Amendment? As long as nobody ever takes away my ten amendments, top ten, I, I'm cool. The top ten, oh good. Well, what about? I mean, I'll defend the other ones, but uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, it's the first ten that you know this country was founded on. So. Now, what about the good old twelfth amendment? The twelfth amendment is when they fix it up so that the vice president would be from the same party, and that's kind of. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think we could do away with that one. Anyhow, uh, there's there's a few amendments that I don't really greatly appreciate. Uh, but this isn't going to be a show about amendments, okay? This is a show about me. Me, and it's my, I've been here for a year now, exactly one ago, I started the Multiversal News. And uh, there are times I feel very strongly about the product I produce. And there are times I think, you know, I could have done better. And I have made a pledge... Uh, New Year's pledge at the beginning of this year to do the very best show I can and to, to come out with as much enthusiasm as I can. And you know, there are times I feel really depressed, but when I get in front of this camera, I just feel ready to go and I'm ready to talk to people. So if anybody wants to call in, you go right ahead. I'm going to give you about five minutes to call me, and if, I, if we don't do that, well, then I will force you to watch Hookers in Space. So don't make me do this. Don't make me do it. We, we might have to go to those call segments, Greg. We're having a couple issues up here with uh, oh, yeah? hookers in space, yes. Okay, well, uh, let me. Uh, what kind of issues are we having? Is it not planned? Yeah. Oh, hell. Well, how about... Dave, does an MPG and not an MOV or uh, an ABI? Really? Yeah. Well, then we're screwed, aren't we? Well, no, we can talk about something. We talk about the uh, aliens that uh, the alien burgers we could that do Dix that. makes. Uh, now, do you happen to have uh, access to my Facebook page? You might be able I do. to unload the. Uh, you might be able to watch the movies from there. Give me Possibly. a second. Are they on Facebook? 
They're, they're on my Facebook. I mean, are they on uh, YouTube? Uh, not on YouTube, no. But they Let me are see what on, I can do here. They're on Facebook. It should be uploadable from there. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's, All it's, right. it's no big deal. Let me, let me try some stuff up here. Okay. Meanwhile, I will continue to talk about myself, in which I have to tell you, folks, there is no greater expert in the world on Greg Lineweber than me, myself. I know. No one has studied me that indefinitely. Why? Because I am singularly uh, one of the most boring people alive. Now, I know you think, wow, this guy's going to come right out and honestly say that. That's amazing. Well, yes, I am not afraid to be honest. I am the most boring person alive. And I've achieved this level of boringness through uh, constant inattention to my uh, uh, camera style. Okay, now, seriously, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, you probably already guessed that. Now, I've tried my best to, to bring some uh, creativity to this type of talk show. Well, for instance, I have sort of an ongoing narrative of uh, the Zero Project. The Zero Project is a top-secret national security agency, or else it used to be, when I decided to take it public. Now, the, uh, now the leaders over here at the... At, at, the, at, at the NSA decided that uh, no one would believe me when I started to talk about the worlds that we've been contacting. So they said, sure, go ahead. So um, I've been told by our lawyer that from now on, whenever I talk about the Zero Project and I show alternate universe movies and stuff like this, I'm supposed to phrase it by doing this with my fingers. You know, in other words, uh, yes, I work for the Zero Project and we study uh, otherworldly uh, manifestations. And uh, what, when I have a, an appearance from another universe uh, on the movie, it is uh, from a real universe out there. And there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them. Well, we've got close to maybe, we're closing in on a million alternate worlds, excuse me, alternate worlds that, that we're discovering every day. Um, what this means is, folks, that someday we're going to discover so many worlds and we're going to learn a lot from these alternate worlds because they've done things and ran their worlds somewhat quite differently from ours. Um, I've already discovered uh, that there's one place that's uh, kind of a worker's paradise where uh, workers pretty much run the show and they have a tight control over the very wealthy. The very wealthy have almost no power at all. And they themselves are forced to work in order to gain goods and controls. It's really kind of funny what they did. Um, money and wealth is still there. People still have can own half the country or whatever. But the thing is they don't have any power backing it up. The true power lies with the state. And the state's power lies with the people. Or, well, that is the theory. And it seems to be working pretty well for the people in the, the, that universe. I can't remember the, the number. I think it's zero zero eight four six seven. No, wait, that was the one that got blown up. Um, seven nine one was it, or one one seven nine? Ah, never mind. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, there's another uh, quite a number of universes that uh, have uh, that are just like Earth, populated by people just like us, but they're running their government differently. And uh, we could be doing something similar to this. Now, we're not. Right, right now, what we've got is we've got plutocracy 
out of control. The plutocrats are running everything, making all their choices for us, and they're making life really easy for them, but they're really screwing our lives up really badly as a result. That's kind of the way things go when the very wealthy make things good for themselves. It screws us badly, and uh, this is the result of what we're getting right now. Now, in the other worlds, uh, sometimes the plutocrats are screwing things up even worse. That's right. It could be actually worse here on our world, and I've seen it of this on some of the worlds, where there's this one universe in which one person owns everything. Um, in fact, there's this one universe that's so messed up, uh, everything is controlled by an evil Greg Lineweber, who is so scientifically advanced, he's become a threat to all the other universes out here. Now, I, I, back uh, 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 about a, a month ago, we saw a horrendous destruction of uh, the Earth in Universe 008467. Uh, that Greg... Uh, had a lot of sympathy for because he had been through a very, very hard time in that world. It was where the plutocrats really did screw things up really badly. And that was a, a terrible tragedy to see that. Darren, how are we going there? On the uh, footage? Yeah. Can That's a no-go. Is it usable? Nope. Oh, hell. Well, now guess what, folks? You're just going to have to to uh, wait for some other time here in space. Well, I, I took in the the wrong f footage, and, uh, well, we, we won't be able to see it. But I will be happy to talk to you. All you got to do is give me a call at 206-612-8463. Give me a call, and uh, I will be happy to uh, discuss uh, aspects of my show. Um, in the future, I'm going to be bringing on a, a number of uh, interesting guests. There's a, a couple of scientists I've been talking to at UW that want to come on the show. There is uh, uh, a number of uh, local area filmmakers that uh, have some uh, programming ideas they want to discuss and talk about. I think that will be great as soon as I get them on. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about having them on. I think this will be great. Uh, I was uh, kind of hoping to get get some opportunity here, but now uh, yeah, you know, it's like one of those days I'm gonna have to load up hookers on space onto uh, YouTube so that everybody can take a look. But I haven't done it yet because, uh, well, you know, I'm a busy guy. I've got all sorts of important stuff to do. One of the most important things that I do is that uh, I do re reporting for uh, the. Zero Project, and uh, I have spent a lot of time talking to other universes and Gregs from other universes. So, okay, had to get that disclaimer in there, but a lawyer tells me that I have to use quotation marks to do that because I know a lot of you out there are going to think this is just some science fiction I'm making up for entertainment purposes, but nothing else could be further from the truth. It is real, folks. And that there are real consequences to ignoring the uh, the powerful influences of an evil Greg Lineweber lurking out there in the cosmos in some far distant alternate universe plotting to destroy Earth, which he can do. He's able to control the force of gravity across uh, intercosmic lines. Uh, this is a this is a horrifying development that we've uh, had to, to deal with lately, and I've been talking to a lot of my friends from the other. Uh, 
universes out there, around the, the multiverse, to uh, discuss how we could deal with this. And, and uh, nobody has has been able to figure out how to uh, control gravity across the dimensional plane. Um, we could communicate and talk to each other, so that's controlling some uh, energy forces right there. But uh, the science is still young. We're still learning how to deal with it. And um, there's a lot that we don't understand. Like, we, c we don't understand why the muon particles appear uh, at the, the early stage of connection, you know, with, the, with connecting with conversation. Why, why is it muon particles? I, I don't know. No scientist has, has been able to explain this to me, but this is uh, one of the uh, uh, effects of the uh, interdimensional uh, communication process. Now, if we c going to another alternate universe is uh, almost impossible to do. And the reason is, is because in each and every universe, there's a cosmic variance discrepancies. In other words, if I am to go into an alternate universe, the very first thing would, would happen is my atoms and my electrons would start behaving differently, just a little bit, not much, but enough to, to uh, uh, create bodily harm to me, probably kill me on the spot if I went over to an, another, and, and maybe not, uh, we haven't yet fully tested this out and it's just a theory right now and we don't know but we know that it's a very deadly process to move to a, an alternate universe so um, I can say here without a doubt uh, that uh, we're, we're safe from invasion from <laughs> another universe thank God for that I don't feel like uh, being a slave to the evil Greg's uh, robot clones um, we've also uh, discovered a number of uh, fascinating details um, about, about the multiverse. And uh, this may lead us to the uh, ability to um, control gravity and therefore protect ourselves. Uh, now there's a big huge gravity tractor beam that's being created on uh, the on the earth of universe 007911 uh, or 1179 excuse me. That is uh, what I call the workers' paradise. It's, uh, it's not really just workers took control, and uh, they've invested a lot in scientific research uh, and a lot of things that uh, instead of aggrandizing wealth and making themselves rich, they've been busy building up uh, the population, making people more prosperous and happy. And, of course, there's a lot of money being spent on scientific research there, which we're not doing. Right now in our world, uh, we're cutting a lot of scientific investment right now. NASA's being cut. The Tevatron's been shut down. Uh, we're acting like idiots. Uh, the the um, universities are having to cut back on funding and research. And why? Well, because the government uh, is behaving like it's broke. What we're doing is they're giving away tons of money to corporations and the very wealthy. Hey, well, that seems like a good idea because then they'll go out and create jobs for us. Okay, now we're into the 10th year of this experiment, right? And I don't see no freaking jobs out there, so I'm starting to get a little annoyed with the pace of this economic development that's supposed to be happening here. Well, this is exactly what happened back in 1928 and 29 when we had low taxes just like we have right now. And uh, the, the Great Depression occurred. 
And that's what's going to happen now here with our country. We're going to have to go through something more miserable than we've already been through for the last 10 years. And it's going to happen. It's irrevocably going to happen because that's what happens when you shrink the size of government. Uh, then uh, everything starts to go to hell because capitalism isn't nearly as strong an engine for uh, producing jobs as you may think it is. The government has been supporting us all along and had been doing a pretty good job of it. The Great Society was a great experiment, and I can talk at length about this more if you want to hear it. But if you want to shut me up, you can call me. But I'm not going to talk for the full time. I'm probably going to be quitting a little bit early. I'm going to stop at 6.50, so we have about uh, 20 more minutes to go through. As we do this, I am, since it's the birthday of my show, going to talk about more of the aspects of, of the, the show here at the Multiversal News. Now, in the future, uh, I'm going to be bringing psychics uh, and, and alter healers of the alternative arts uh, onto this show. And if you're a psychic and uh, you want to be on this show, then you sh uh, should already know I shouldn't have to contact you. You should contact me because you're psychic and you know I want you on the show. So contact me. Go right ahead. I'd be happy to have you on there. The reason I want to have a psychic on there is because I want someone on here to predict the future for us. Now, we're heading towards the end of the Mayan calendar. And I have told friends before that despite how screwed up the world is right now, this is not the end times, okay? I don't think we're all going to die in 2012. In fact, I'll be willing to make a prediction and a bet with anyone out there. I'll bet you five bucks that we're still alive on January 1st, 2013. Be more than happy to. Well, you know, I mean, it's an easy bet to make because if we're all dead, then uh, you can't collect. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it also, uh, I'm, I'm proving a point by making this bet in the first place, that life is going to go on in 2013 and beyond in the Mayan calendar, even though it seems like a, a good prophecy is not going to kill us. In fact, I, I don't think we're going to have the disturbing sort of end of time sort of like uh, trouble that we're going to have. It's always going to be bad. I mean, the Great Depression was pretty bad, but it wasn't the end of the earth. World War II, ditto. Not the end of the earth. What we're going through now... What's going on, Darren? Uh... Sorry. That that was a uh, that was a uh, universe eight nine three one six three two trying to break in. Oh, they were, uh, huh? to our yeah broadcast there. Did they succeed? <laughs> Obviously not. Oh. We're still here. Oh hell! Well, I've uh, I've asked some of the universes to come in today on the show, but uh, none seem to be kind of interested. There's all a lot of it's a kind of a quiet lull right now. Uh, something really disturbing happened in universe zero zero. Four eight six seven, and that was uh, well, excuse me, eight four six seven. That was the destruction of the Earth of that world, and a lot of the other uh, uh, Earths from the other alternate universes are really freaked out about this, and uh, because uh, evil Greg has been threatening other worlds too, and he knows about us. Now he, he may come after us too. You know, I mean, uh, 
Who knows? It, maybe maybe he'll attack us in 2012 and destroy the Earth. Maybe maybe that'll come true. Maybe there'll be the the Mayan calendar acting. I kind of doubt it. So come on. I don't think Evil Greg is going to wipe out all the other universes. He's insane, maniacal murderer. Yes, but you know, deep down inside, he's still me, and. Uh, I know I could never be a mass murderer. I just don't have it in me to, to be that kind of person. And I, I I certainly wouldn't want to wipe out another Earth because I'd feel terrible about that, you know? And I, my theory is that this evil Greg probably feels pretty bad about himself. Now, I don't know for a fact. I, I'm just kind of ruminating here. Uh, but, nope. Oh, I, think, I think we got a call coming in. Yeah. Yeah, Greg, hold that microphone next to the. Um... You there? Okay. Yeah, I'm doing it. All right. We're gonna make a test real quick. Yeah, that was that was, that was my producer calling me. How's it working? Yep. Well, that's the fun thing about this show is, uh, is we do lots of interesting, fun things. Greg, I think you might need to hold the microphone a little bit closer to um, to the microphone. How's that? That's right next to it. Can you hear? Woohoo! We must have lost the transmission, Greg. Uh, well, that's all right, Darren. We gave it a good shot, huh? Well, heck, that, that's that's what goes sometimes, folks. But that's okay. Uh, if you call in and talk to me on the phone, I will relay your question to the studio audience if you want. Um, not too surprised. I'm not getting too many calls right now because I didn't uh, really publicize this show real well or go out there to get the word out and. Uh, well, maybe I'm just not important enough for people to roast or to make fun of. Um, maybe I'm not. But I guess I should be happy about that because now I don't have people busting my chops like poor Donald Trump. Oh, God, he got roasted pretty good. One of my favorite lines was uh, Soup Doggy Dog was speculating that if he ran for president uh, and won, that it would not be the first time that he threw a black family out of his house. I thought that was kind of funny myself, but uh, that would be kind of terrible. Well, I'm not real happy with the way Obama's been running his administration, okay? I've got lots and lots of complaints. But I do know that there are people worse than Obama. And uh, God, you know, I hate the idea of voting for somebody who I really don't like, but you know, I'll do it if, as long as there's somebody worse out there. And there are worse people. Like, imagine if Obama was running against the evil Greg Lineweber, whose stated goal was to destroy the Earth. Well, you'd still get 30% of the vote because 30% of the people out there are crazy. I'm sorry, it's true. I, I know, it's cruel to say that 30% of the human race, but you're crazy, okay? And, uh, of course... There's a party out there that wants your vote, and they've been getting it because you're crazy. 
So getting the crazy vote, what'll that do for you? Well, you can do almost anything that's insane and the crazy people will continue to vote for you because they're crazy. Okay, now I can continue to make that point and I probably will more and more often. But since I've got time here to kill, I'm gonna follow along one of my pet projects. Everybody, I think we, we need to sing a new a hymn here. Now, we all know that raising taxes, at least especially on the very wealthy, would help seal the national debt, would help pay for the national debt, help keep programs alive that'll keep the economy going. Because, you know, cutting uh, right now at the economy would be a terrible thing to do. Really stupid. But, of course, there's some people who think this is a good idea. And these are people that don't care about you. Don't even care about America, for that matter. So, I want you to chant along with me today. This is, I'm chanting a new chant for the 90% tax rate for the top tier, for the top 1%. And it goes something like this. 90%, 90%. 90, 90, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%. Now, why am I talking about the 90% tax rate and what good it would be for America? Well, let's take a look back at our history. When we've had a 90% tax rate, we've had some of the most explosive and wonderful growth in the United States. We did it during the Civil War, and of course, the North won that war with their 90% tax rate. Oh, and then we had it again right after the uh, uh, beginning of the Depression. Uh, that 90% tax rate was brought in by, you guessed it, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And we had 10 years of great growth that brought us out of the Depression. And we're able to win World War II. And the 90% tax rate stayed all the way in there till 1975, I think. What, what, yeah, 1960. Uh, that was brought down to 75. Now, the 90% tax rate uh, fueled our economy. It was really good for the government. We had plenty of money, and uh, we did lots of really good positive stuff with that money. And uh, I think that it was a wonderful plan to have that 90% tax rate. And I think we should bring back the 90% tax rate. That it would be great and good for this country for the 90%. You know what? I bet the very wealthy here are thinking to themselves, Gosh, our country is going down the hill. What can I do to help? And I got a great idea. The 90% tax rate would be a great thing for the very wealthy to do. Hey, 10% of that massive amount of money they have is still a lot of money. So they'll be able to pay for their mansions and their private jet planes, that sort of stuff. What they won't be able to do is get online and drive up the price of food and other commodities as they trade them back and forth to each other. Yeah, that's what we're looking at in the future, folks. A lot of commodities trading, uh, taking advantage of the fact that there's going to be food shortages and water shortages in the future. And these chumps are going to be uh, trying to make money off of that. That's what they're going to be doing with their money, not creating jobs, okay? They're going to be driving up the price of food for you. Okay, so that's why the 90% tax rate is good for America. And I'm hoping that uh, it'll catch on. 90%, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 90%, 
and, of course, provide for the welfare of everyone that we can. Make this country more prosperous. Okay, what do we got here? Hey, it was somebody I don't want to talk to. Well, that's good. I'm sure the, uh, the uh, banking industry... Hey, did my phone thing work, Darren? Oh, never mind. Nope. Okay, well... <laughs> it's been a great show all the way around because of me. Uh, and uh, I've got plenty to talk about. Well, Darren, is there any reason why we should continue this show any longer? I'm kind of running out of stuff. Now you're doing great, Greg. Keep well, going. Keep going? Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> you got about 10 minutes left. All right. Well, once I get started, it's kind of hard to stop. But... Uh, I am the local on-air talent, and it's my responsibility to fill this next 10 minutes with the kind of gibberish that uh, you've come to expect here on the Multiversal News. So, if that's what you want to hear, I'm sorry. I have something more important to tell you. This is not gibberish. What I haven't been telling you before is that uh, since we became part of the multiverse, other alien species in our own universe have become aware of our existence. They didn't think that there was life on this Earth, and now they found out that there is. Yeah, you'd think all those radio transmissions we send out would have alerted them, but no, they don't pick up radio transmissions. They they speak uh, uh, on a, with the devices that uh, far exceed our technically technological capability. Now, these aliens now are suddenly interested in Earth and have been coming around. Well, you know, uh, whenever a new world is discovered in a universe, well, you know, the local aliens come by to do all sorts of wonderful, nice things for us, like uh, provide us protection at a kind of a low cost, you know. It's like uh, the aliens come down here to Earth. They say, hey, these are some pretty nice cities you got here be a shame to see if anything happened to these cities, you know? You need somebody else like the Garthogs to protect you. I know, I know. You're thinking to yourself, oh, well, God, these guys are running a protection racket. Oh, no, they're going to bleed us dry. Well, that's true. That's what alien uh, superior species do to the little weaker ones. It's called the pecking order. Get used to it. And, uh, of course... Being a young race, we're going to be on the lower end of the pecking order. So uh, for those people out there who think the United States is the most powerful nation on Earth, well, I got news for you. We're in the same boat as every other third world nation. We're just here to be picked on by the mightier races. In fact, it's very possible that the mightier races have already taken over. They've got their protection money, and they're, uh, they're uh, pretty much, uh, pretty much uh, in, in, the, in the red there. Now, folks, uh, there's something else I, I was going to talk about that I was warned by my bosses at the NSA never to discuss this. Okay, well, here I am. I'm, I'm about to, to bring this up. And uh, call me crazy. I've, I've, I, I can't confirm this information. This does not come from the NSA. But this comes from other information from another source that I'm not allowed, allowed to allege or to, to talk about. This person uh, gave me the information, and I think it could be reliable, but, you know, once again, quotation marks, 
I don't know this for a fact. And what he told me was that the the people that were being kept in at the Guantanamo Bay, uh, they're not Afghanis. No. In fact, uh, they're not Afghanistan. The, the reason why we have to uh, keep cameras on them and have an open cage where they can be seen is because these are alien creatures that are called elasomorphs. They can shape change into anything, into crickets and squirrels and rabbits, and run out of their cages real fast. That's why they have to be kept out in the open and viewed with cameras at all the time. This is what's really going on, on uh, at Guantanamo Bay, and the aliens are forced to look like uh, people from Afghanistan with the uniforms and all that, or else they get electrically shocked. And so uh, th that's what happens when you got reporters coming by to take a look at this. So now I can't confirm this, but yes, they are holding aliens at Guantanamo Bay. Now these aliens uh, are, um, like I say, uh, they're mesomorphs. They can change shape, and that's why they have to be watched very carefully. Now the reason that what I also heard was that these creatures were not actually a threat to us, but were coming to Earth to liberate us from other controlling aliens. Uh, I've been told also that these are reptilians. Now, once again, I know you're going to roll your eyes and say, oh, Greg, it sounds like the biggest bunch of bullshit I ever heard in my life. Well, that's what I said, too, when I first heard it. I said, that's the biggest bunch of bullshit I ever heard in my life. However, uh, the guy said, no, no, no. He would not give up. He, he told me for sure that, and this isn't David Ikes, okay? He told me for sure that these creatures held at Guantanamo Bay were here to help us to uh, fight off our, our alien lordships, uh, the reptilians. Well, I myself have my doubts about this. I talked to my boss over at the Zero Project, and he took one look at me and said, I'm not allowed to talk about that. Don't ever ask that question again. Great. Oh, yeah, that's going to really play down my suspicion. So, good job, boss. Anyway, uh, I, I don't know what uh, is going to come of this information, but it could be that we have aliens here on our planet already. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said again, uh, this sounds like the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. But I'm telling you because... It's an interesting component because you always got to wonder why is Guantanamo Bay the way it is? Why do they have those people out there in, in the open like that? It's very interesting. It's a very interesting point. Um, there's also some rumor that uh, that this uh, private named uh, Bradley is also being held and watched for the same reason that, in fact, he's really a mesomorph that got in there and uh, and uh, uh, got secret. Uh, material for us and gave it to WikiLeaks. I think that's just a bunch of bull crap myself. I think this guy is being horribly abused and mistreated and uh, he's a whistleblower and should not be in prison for doing what uh, effectively was done the same way with the Pentagon Papers. We didn't imprison that guy because whistleblowing revealed shame. You know, we should be shameful about what he's revealed. Now, the guy who gave that information to WikiLeaks, let me be very careful and, and blunt about this uh, revealed the fact that our soldiers had committed uh, murder and atrocity uh, with uh, with our helicopters among other things and laughed about it and thought it was funny that they'd killed a bunch of people. Now we've already put people in prison for doing this but it's 
only sporadic. We're not doing anything about this information that's been released. These guys are still out there doing their job, uh, which I assume it means killing unarmed uh, combatants. Uh, I don't know what the, the, the truth of the situation is, but I know that they have committed some very uh, horrible crimes. The, the WikiLeaks is full of this stuff, folks, and it got out there, and damn it, we should not be covering this up. We should not be treating these people like criminals. We should be looking to stop the real actual crimes that are occurring within our own armed services. I'm glad it's happening in some cases. We just need to be more thorough, and we need Two to minutes. punishing people. Pardon, what's going on? Two minutes. Two minutes, all right. Well, I just had to get that off my chest. Uh, once again, I want to say how very privileged it's been to have this show for the last two years. Darren, thank you for the very excellent work you do here. Has it been a year? Yes, it's been a year. Exactly That's crazy. one year. And 329.10 was the beginning of the multiversal news. Wow, that is amazing. One year. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm surprised myself. Uh, I've enjoyed it, uh, and you've been really good at uh, doing all the technical stuff, Darren. That leaves, leaves me free to be a nutcase, and I hope I've been a very good nutcase. I've been working on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Darren. Well, anything you want to say before <laughs> we get going on your one-year anniversary? Uh, let's see. The last thing I want to say is thank you very much. I will be back very soon, but with more graphics and more details and films from alternate universes. Right now, we have a uh, very serious issue with the evil Greg out there, and we also have aliens that are interested uh, in our plane and our planet, and may be coming to visit soon. I may be interviewing a few on this show, so be prepared. Also, I will see you at the Science Fiction Con. Uh, we're going to be having a contest on who can, uh, well, It'll be a surprise. Last year, uh, we had a contest to see who could do the best uh, Captain Kirk and Captain Janeway imitations. We may do that again this year, or we may pick new people. Either way, live long and prosper, and uh, may the force be with you, and uh, good night or, or something. <laughs> good night, Greg. Have a good <laughs> evening. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
I'm attorney Alexander Ransom. Have you been charged with a DUI or faced any other criminal charges? If you're in trouble with the law, you need a trial attorney who's aggressive, experienced, and effective. Call today for a free consultation, the law offices of Alexander Ransom. I look forward to serving you and getting your criminal charges reduced or dismissed. Call today. The law offices of Alexander Ransom. Call today. Our systems will rock your world. <laughs> <laughs> 